Are you working? What kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. From the makeshift studios in Mullica Hill, New Jersey, it's talking Ish with your commish. The playoff picture is set. Regular season is over. What a fucking season it was. We're going to get into all of it. We're going to talk about the season that was. Who's in, who's out. You know by now. But I do it in a dramatic fashion. That's why you have people tuning in to listen to me. You're here for the stories. And I'm here to tell the story of this season, the 2019 season, and what a season it was. An electrifying season that went down to the wire for a lot of teams and the implications of a lot of different aspects of what our league's all about. People going in the playoffs, people trying to get buys, people trying to avoid getting the punishment. The season has been just an incredibly competitive season. I think somebody says it in the sounder later on, and I don't want to steal their thunder, but this has been one of the most difficult years of fantasy football. I have never seen such a like competitive year and even pool of talent that the games have been as close as they have been. And I feel like with the weeks we struggled, everybody struggled. There was like one team that didn't. It was just such a competitive year. It reflects in the way that the uh, standings kind of fell into place. And the storylines then unfolded as a result. So typically on the podcast, I'm going to tell some bullshit story and then go into uh, all the matchups and stuff. But because this is a special playoff edition of the podcast, I'm not going to say that bullshit. Because I've done a little bit of homework in what I'm about to tell you. And the story I'm about to weave in not only the matchups that were, but how we got here and what it means for your legacy in the Founding Farter Fantasy Football League. With that, let's jump right into the matchups. Our first matchup was between BJ and Jake. BJ trying to secure the top of the Gentile division. Jake trying to get a win to give himself a chance to make it to the playoffs. Jake doesn't get the win. In that loss, he falls to 5-8 and eight on the year, officially eliminating him from the playoffs. Jake now 33-35 and 35 overall. That's uh, his record thus far in the in the existence of this iteration of this league but while jake misses the playoffs for only uh the second time in his uh time here in the league he's the fourth highest scoring team in league history but his playoff record not so not so good oh and three in his playoff appearances um jake really desperate and hungry for a playoff win but it won't come this year because he goes down to bj 110 Point five five to ninety nine point four, that win propels G- BJ to the top of the Gentile division, finishing at eight and five. BJ makes the playoffs again. Um, so every year he's been in here, he's made the playoffs. He's got a shot at the crown, and he's not gonna uh, he's not gonna hold back. Doesn't have a quarterback. Dalvin Cook's hurt, but don't count out BJ. He's been here before. He's a fantasy football guru. He's gone. He's this guy's got like what, like fucking twelve teams. BJ, how many teams you got? You got a lot of teams, bro. Gets the first round by, 
he will face uh, the winner of a game that we will get to later. But BJ, the winner of the Gentile division for the regular season and uh, advances to the playoffs with a bye. Congratulations to BJ. Our next matchup, we had ML taking on Zifo. Mike needing a win to assure himself for 100% assurance that he was not going to get paintballed. Zifo needing a win to secure himself the top spot in the league. They faced off. Zifo takes down Mike 108.65 to 95.65. Now, we all, we all know that ML missed the playoffs. That was a thing that we determined before even entering this matchup. But with this loss... Um, he still not has not had a playoff win, 0-3 all-time now in the playoffs. An overall record of 27-41. So not a great record, but here's the stat on ML. Third most points for of all time. So he scores a lot of points, doesn't win a lot. That's a That's a toxic combination that found him now in a position where he didn't get the win. Stein now has an opportunity to take the lead over Mike in terms of wins. And in that scenario, Mike's going to get paintball. So can Mike survive? I think we know the answer. But the drama's still there, right? Ooh, the tension. I feel it. Zifo now, with the win, takes over the number one spot, not only in the Jew division, but in the entire league. Zifo has dominated. 9-4, first seed overall. Going to get that bye in the playoffs. Home field advantage throughout the playoffs, if you want to think about it like that. Here's, here's the crazy stat on Zifo. So Zifo's got a championship under his belt, but he's the all-time most wins, 45 wins. 45 wins, 26 losses. Zifo just gets shit done. That's the best record in the, in the league. That's a ridiculous record. So Zifo... Chance to go for championship number two. Tie the commission championships of all time. But there's a lot of teams in the field that want it. Does Zifo want it more? Find out. Our next matchup, we had Mark taking on Zach Baron. Mark needing a win to advance into the playoffs and needing me or Dave to lose. Mark gets his shit done, though. Beats Zach Baron 124.65 to 100.1. Improves his record to 6-6. Six and six. So now Mark puts himself in a position. By winning this game, he puts himself in a position to secure a playoff spot. Needing either me or Dave to lose. So it would all come down to those matchups for Mark. We'll get to that in a second. Zach Marone loses his top spot with the loss. Loses the top spot in the Jew division. The top spot overall. And uh, does not get the bye. That's a big, that's a big L on the Zach Marone record for this year. Falls to 8-3 and three overall. He holds a uh, three-seed overall in the playoffs, so he'll get at least a favorable matchup if you think about it in terms of seeding. I don't. I think every matchup is tough. Zach now 13-13 uh, and 13 overall in his in his time here in the Founding Father Fantasy Football League. So he's got a chance. He's in the playoffs. He's had a good team this year. Can he get to title town? Put his name up in the rafters of the Simone household basement. Zach Marone likes to think he will. Will he check in? We'll see. We'll get the Sounders. 
In our next matchup, we had the Kamish taking on Stein. Kamish needing a win to secure himself a playoff spot. Didn't have a favorable position in terms of points. Four on the year, so really needed the win. Stein really looking for the win to secure himself a position out of paintball contention. What would happen? Well, this was a back-and-forth battle in the beginning, but then the Kamish pulled away. 150.6 to 127.45. The Kamish finally getting some shit done, picking some motherfucking scrubs off the waiver wire. Fucking scrubs, dude. Devontae Parker, waiver wire pickup in like week 10, basically. Torched the fucking birds. Went off for 30-something points. Kamish with the win. Now secures the playoff berth. <clears throat> Kamish, 39 wins. That's the second most all time. Headed to the playoffs for the third straight year, and I think the last two turned out pretty good for the Kamish. Kamish, with his 150.6 points, is your MVP and the proud winner of $5 cash money. Now, I've created a little game for myself when I win MVP. I'm going to go up against my score from this week in the next week. So I'm playing myself. You fuck, played yourself for $5. And if I lose the $5, if I lose to myself, I'm going to donate that to the league. If I win, well, that's just great for me. Nothing nothing really happens. It's more of a morale thing. So that's cool. So it's a win-win for everybody. There you go. Kamish headed to the playoffs, going for the motherfucking three-peat. Can you believe it? I can't believe I'm here. I didn't think I'd make the playoffs, but now they got a foot in the door. I'm determined, and I really, really want to fucking get this shit done. So don't sleep on the commish. I'm coming for that ace. I'm going to come as hard as I can. Not the squad that I hoped for, but the one that I got. So commish coming for that ace. Stein, on the other hand, uh, man, tough L. He fought really hard. He beat Mike previous week. Um, really kind of looked like things were going to turn around. Really all comes back down to that... Uh, Zach Marone strategic decision to sit his kicker against Mike in that in that in whatever week that was, and kind of cuck Stein a little bit. Stein uh, now getting paintballed for the second time in a row. First back to back paintballing. Um, I think we got to do something big now. Like Dave determined already for us that. It's going to be paintball because Dave's been paintball twice. And he is the foremost expert on the on the subject, so he's our subject matter expert on being paintballed. So he gets to make the decision, and he has chosen that Stein will get paintballed again. I'm thinking we got to go big now. So the the Trump thing kind of set precedent for what we do with the paintball punishment. Everybody's got to wear a costume of some sort. Um, so Steins, once again, I think will be Trump because we're in an election year. It's going to be 2020. By the time we paintball each other, it's going to be right before the election too. So what I was thinking is for the paintballing of Stein, we could all have Stein, uh, in his Trump gear and we're going to go all out this time on the Trump stuff. Might even get a makeup artist in here to do Stein up like he was Trump. And then all of us. Shooting Stein are going to wear Barack Obama and his ally masks. So, you know, like the people that QAnon or whoever the fuck that fucking group is, you know, who like they all say the deep state, the 
Clintons and the Bushes and the and the Obamas. We're gonna wear those masks while we paintball Stein in some cult-like ritual that'll seem really weird from the outside, but funny to me. So if you like it, let me know. If you don't, we can do something else. I don't fucking care. I just like the concept of it because it's an election year and I think it fits. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Kind of political, but not in a way that I've like been taken aside. Just kind of funny and ironic. Stein, uh, sucks, man, that you're getting paintballed again. Uh, that's never a good look. But, uh, yeah, congrats to me. Pat on the back, Brent, for uh, making the playoffs. No one thought you would. And, uh, yeah, cool. Our final matchup, Dave versus Joe. Joe finished Sunday night. Let's build up the let's let's set the stage. Let's build up the story. Joe finishes Sunday night with a very subpar performance of ninety six point three points. Dave, Tyler Lockett to go Monday night. We're watching it. He was projected to win Seattle at uh, Seattle versus Minnesota Monday night. We're all tuned in. We're trying to see what's going to happen with my boy Dave. If he wins, he's going to the playoffs. He loses. Mark's waiting there. On his heels with more points for going to take a spot. Can Dave get it done? All relying on Tyler Lockett. Well, unfortunately for Dave, it does not happen. He falls to 6-6. Six and six, Now tied with Mark in points. Uh, now tied with Mark in overall record. It comes down to the points for where Mark had the advantage. So Mark advances to the playoffs. Mark going to the show for the third, third time. In his uh, time here in the fantasy for- founding part of Fantasy Football League. Uh, he won our inaugural season, if you remember. He won our first season that we ever had. And he's going for title number two. Mark now 36 wins. That's the third ever in our league's history. Um, and uh, fifth in points for all time. So Mark kind of, uh, he's up there for the uh, the best teams in the league. Dave now misses the playoffs the third straight year went to the ship in that second season lost to Fox um and you know just hasn't been the same since hasn't gotten back to that glory but he's been there before you got to remember that Dave give yourself that context you've done it before you got there in season two so you can get back to that especially now that you're taking it more seriously and putting in the work Lamar Jackson man the pick of the year we'll get to that next week we talk about uh, fucking uh, season awards and all that shit. But good on you, Dave. Good year. Don't get bummed by the loss. You'll be back with a vengeance. I, I believe that. Jove headed to the playoffs for the second straight year, looking for that elusive first playoff win. Despite being a low points for team this season, Jove always, and like that's the case all, all time too with Jove. He always finds a way to win. And that's ultimately the goal. So, Jove gets it done, gets himself a playoff spot. He's got in, he's got himself in the dance. So, four teams have been eliminated. Um, Stein will be our our man paintballed. Mike is the first person to evade paintball contention, uh, followed by Jake, and then our first team out, Dave. Our team's in the playoffs with the number one overall seed, Zach Fox, dominating the league. This kid is uh, just ridiculous. Fantasy football guru or something. Fucking over there uh, just making moves. Pounding noobs, you know. 
Good on you, Zifo, getting the number one spot overall. I think this is a position he's held several times now in league history. Um, going for that second title. And I like his chances. We said, I think, in the beginning of the year that Zifo uh, had a pretty decent squad. And we were all kind of nervous. Uh, so Zifo, your Jew champion, league uh, regular season champion. Our number two overall seed also getting a bye is BJ. Um, BJ had a solid season, consistency. That's what it's all about. He showed up every week, won some big matchups to get himself on top of the Gentile division, and that's what it was about this year. It was just about getting it, getting them wins, grinding them out. <coughs> you know, I've been drinking out of this. Uh, sorry. I'll get back to this in a second, but I've been drinking out of this Camelback, um, and it's like drinking out of a tiny little vagina. I don't know if you've ever had a Camelback uh, water bottle. But basically, you either got to bite down on this little vagina nozzle that sticks out of it like a straw. It's like a vagina straw. So it's basically just a plastic straw with a vagina at the end. that You either have to bite in order to suck on, to suck the water out, or you got to use your fingers, which are fucking filthy. You don't want to use your fingers to uh, fucking touch the fucking mouth of where you're going to put your lips that enter your entire body and get germs. Like, it's fucking gross. So you put your fucking mouth... Uh, so you, you can either, like, use your mouth and your teeth to open the vagina, the vagina straw, or you can use your fingers to do it and suck like a fucking, like... Like you're, like, milk on a nipple, like... You know? So, yeah, this is a stupid fucking design for a water bottle. I'm sorry. Like, if you're gonna bite it, to, to drink it, if you're gonna bite the vagina, it doesn't work. It doesn't fucking work because you're, you're just like you're gonna fuck up your teeth. Anyway, anyway, sorry. Diatribe. Back to the playoffs. So we got Zifo on top with BJ, also getting by. They are your two champions of the respective divisions. Zifo, Jew champion, BJ, your Gentile division winner. They are the proud winners now of fifty dollars. <laughs> Cash, motherfucker, money. Um, then in the playoffs, we also have our our first round matchups. Our number three overall seed, Zach Morrell, will take on Mark for a chance to play BJ in the next round. And then we got Jof taking on the Kamish, the four or five matchup for a chance to take on Zifo. So that's your matchups for the playoffs in the first round. Um, just a PSA. The league default for Yahoo was apparently to have reseeding turned on in the playoffs. And we've never historically had a reseeding in the way we've done the playoff format. And because we haven't voted on it, I'm going to have to override that in the rejiggering of the next playoff matchups. So that means Zach Fox will play the winner of... Um, Joe versus Brent, and Mark versus Zach will take on BJ in the following round. That's how it's going to go. Um, so speaking of our matchups, we've got Joe taking on Brent in the first matchup. The Kamish 4-3 all-time versus Joe going for the three-peat, but not the same team he's been in years past. Kind of a little bit of a wounded deer just kind of limping into the playoffs with a mishmash of waiver wire players and some guys that are Bonafide studs. So we'll see. Then we got Zach Barone at the three spot, t taking on Mark at the six spot. 
Mark 3-0, all-time versus Zach Marone, dominating him. Zach's Achilles heel, really, so far in this fantasy football uh, existence for Zach Marone. So then this is your matchups. Um, it's going to be an interesting playoffs. We've got three teams that have been there before winning championships. Uh, one more team that has been to the championship game. Um, and then uh, two guys that are trying to vie for that spot. So it's, it's an exciting playoff. Uh, good luck to everybody out there. Commission's coming for that ace. So Joe, come for that ace. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous because uh, not the strongest squad I've ever taken here, but we'll make do, right? That's what you got to do. Uh, let's go to uh, the soundboard, hear from you guys and what you got to say about the week that was. It was an exciting fantasy football week. Let's start with uh, ML. It's close, dude. Real fucking close, but you know what? Never been so happy in my life to come in 9 out of 10 place and uh, be second worst, but at least I'm not in last because last place, boy, that's a punishment. Um, but would I say I deserved it? I mean, I definitely deserve to be where I am um, relatively. I mean, maybe eighth, maybe seventh at the most. Um Definitely deserve to be towards the bottom. Definitely don't des deserve to be in the playoffs at all. But um, I couldn't thank Brent more enough. All hail Kamish. Uh, I'm going to get a bumper sticker. And it's going to be in my signature of all my work emails. My personal emails. And every time I say goodnight to Ashley, I'm going to say all hail Kamish. But yeah, man. Thanks, Brent. But I almost did it on my own against Fox. He had a piss poor week, but... Um, I'm just, I'm just so thankful. What I'm thankful for is the commish and no paintballs. Salud, brother. I'm glad that we could, um, at least kind of maybe squash the cuckery from last year. I feel like this is my way of paying you back for that cuckery that took place. So you got cucked this year. I help you out by beating Stein with a dominant performance in the final week of the season, heading into the playoffs. Now let's hear from Steino licking his wounds after that defeat. Well, that sucks. You know, I'm getting paintballed. Fucking Brent pulled a great game. And it's all because of the Eagles' fucking fault. And Parker scoring like 36 fucking points. And the Eagles' D just fucking sucked. I thought I was doing a good management move, pulling him off the wire, waiver wire. You know, I thought, dude, this is going to be fucking sick. And then they get that first interception, first fucking play of the game. I was like, yeah. And it just went all downhill fast. It was awful. Knowing that your team is losing and then your fantasy team is losing because of it as well. And man, I had it. Fucking had it. I thought I thought for sure I was gonna pull this one out. Uh, what are you gonna do? <sighs> fucking sucks, dude. I fucking hate fantasy football, dude. Peace. So Steino. You're gonna get paintballed again, brother. It's just the way it works. Dave made the ruling. <clears throat> ruling is law. So we will look forward to paintballing you in the 2020 season. 
of the Fantasy Football League. Should be an exciting one. Let's go Zifo, who's on the other end of the spectrum. The number one team overall. Yo. Christian McFarter here. First place, Christian McFarter. Um, everything pretty much went to plan last week where I won. And the Zach Morrow lost. Um, feeling good. Benched my entire um, lineup this week just so they would get, um, you know, good amount of rest and, you know, ready for um, whoever is coming for my ass next week. Um, I'm ready for it. I think this is my year. The only issue is Patty Mahomes is going against um, tough defenses to end the end the season, but... You know, I like my chances. Um, you know, I was actually pretty disappointed that we had to paintball Stein again instead of London, but, you know, it is what it is. All right, bros. Love ya. You know, I actually looked after he said he benched his entire team. He actually did bench his entire squad to rest him up on the bye week. So props, dude. That's fucking hilarious. You guys should check it out. I screenshotted it. I thought it was so funny. Anyway, um, Zipho's got a good shot. I think we're going to put out some fantasy odds this weekend, so maybe we can take a few bets. I don't know how that would work. Uh, I'm not going to front the money to be the house, but just for fun. Uh, maybe we'll put some lines on the game. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. Let's go to Jake. Hey, Brent. So I realized that when I send in Sounders, I do it at the last second and I don't know what to say even though I think of things throughout the week so I'm trying going to try this new thing where I send you little clips first one here we are Sunday morning drinking my coffee taking a deuce listening to last week's podcast just had Mark Sounder and I feel like I was just sexually harassed because Mark is like talking in this low sexy voice he's like hey I want to paintball Mike and I'm like whoa dude is that sexual Speak up, Mark. Say it with your chest. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, real sexual thing from Mark last week. I agree. <coughs> All that CrossFit makes him feel like, you know, the ladies, man, when he talks to me on the microphone. But he is. He's a sexy beast. I'd, I'd, I'd hit it. What? Let's go his uh, brother-in-law, BJ. Yo. Great regular season, boys. Happy to represent the Gentile division. First round by. Still no quarterback. Dalvin Cook banged up. Who knows? Don't like my chances, but you never know. Kamish, thanks for uh, everything you did this year. Podcasts were fucking awesome, like always. Look forward to the last couple for the remainder of the year. And uh, good luck to all the contenders in the playoffs. Dave, I think you've seen some improvement. Don't sit next to me at the draft, and you'll automatically bump yourself up a spot or two. But, yeah, uh, check you all later. Yo, first out, shout out to BJ for the uh, <coughs> Method Man Biggie collab in the background. Uh, but don't sell yourself short there, Gentile Champion. Your uh, team may be a quarterback short, and Dalvin Cook um, may be hurt. But I still think you got a good enough squad to get you over the hump to the promised land. So uh, 
don't don't count yourself out yet. Let's go to Dave. Brent, my team sucks. <sighs> I'm proud of myself this year. I did better than I usually do. Did a little more research pre-draft and waiver wire. But wasn't enough. I think it was a tough year all-around fantasy. Definitely a lot of fun. Every team's competitive. Came right down to the last week. So, good luck, everybody. Mark, good luck. I guess I'm rooting for Mark, I guess. Cause, you know, he beat me and all. <laughs> but, all right, guys. Go get him. Don't three-peat, Brent. Ooh. Subtle dig at the commission there at the end. But uh, I will try. Not my. Not going to happen, but. Yeah, Dave bows out. Um, another tough year for Dave, but I agree. He made a lot of progress this year. The Lamar Jackson pick is just just proof of that. So come back in next year and uh, do it strong, Dave. You were just there. You are right there. Let's go to Joe. Brent, another year where you just kind of slipped into the playoffs. People have been hating on my team all year, but I'll tell you what, don't sleep on me now. Lots of my players got a lot to play for before the season's over. Feeling good about this one. I don't count out, Joe. I mean, the guy's had some explosive weeks this year. He was on top of the Gentile division for a while. It's just he's had a few bum weeks that just didn't get it done, but he always found a way to win. And he has had those explosive weeks, so <coughs> Joe's a contender. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Let's uh, go to ML. Who has some thoughts on the uh, commission as well? Because Joe did mention that the uh, the commission did slip in there, and that's kind of what I tend to do. But the uh, ML's got something to say about that too. I don't want to keep riding like Brent's dick, but can anyone else see him? I think Dave said it. Can anyone else see him like squeaking out another championship? If he does, dude, this shit is fucking Jerry rigged. And uh, we'll see. I think Zach Marin still has a real strong shot. Sorry, Zach Moron. Moron. The proper pronunciation. Uh, he's got a solid shot. Mark's going to lose first round. Who else is in there? BJ? BJ's in there. BJ had so many moves during the year, but look to where it got him. I mean, he had a rough start, and look to where it got him. He's in the playoffs, you know? Good on you, mate. But I wish everyone luck in the playoffs, man. It should be uh, should be real fun to watch. Yeah, man. BJ is one of the most proficient um, fantasy football managers out there. Getting it done. And uh, yeah, man. If you think this shit's rigged, you can check the math. You can check the numbers. It's kind of hard to cheat a fucking system like Yahoo or ESPN. I'm just better than you. That's just what it comes down to. So come at me, bruh. Let's go to Dave. He's got some thoughts on the commission as well. I think if Brent three-piece, we got to look in and crunch the numbers and see what's going on there. Remember that poker game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe in that poker game I, I cheated, but I didn't cheat to my advantage, if you'll remember. I cheated to just make it fun, to make it interesting, to, to build the drama, to build the story. That's what I do. I'm a storyteller. Um, And, you know, whatever. Fuck you. I fucking cheated at poker. You guys didn't know. But I can't cheat at this. I really can't. Um, and I wouldn't. That would dis that would dishonor the league, and I can't do that. I can do that with poker. Can't do that with the league. But I am gonna re I, I am gonna go after the three P. It's gonna happen. Just wait. It could happen. If it happens, I'm, I'm telling you right now, there's gonna be a parade. There'll be a parade if it happens, but it won't. But there would be a parade if it did. Let's go to Zefo. Brent, 
I also want to hear um, your thoughts on Eli Manning coming back this week. Kind of brought a tear to my eye, I'm not going to lie. Um, he's a GOAT, Super Bowl champ, times two. And I think he is going to beat you guys this week. I'm pumped. Let me know your thoughts. Toodaloo. I'll tell you what. Eli Manning has accomplished a lot in his career. And has really, you know, he's done a lot for um, the retard foundations of the world. You know, as a high-functioning retard, being a two-time Super Bowl champion is quite an impressive feat. I've never seen such a high-functioning retard. Uh, but Eli Manning certainly takes the cake in that category. And, yeah, he could beat the Eagles this week, for sure. The Eagles are a bad team. Giants are a bad team. Um, but Eli, maybe he'll ride off into the sunset with this victory over the Eagles, a team that have always plagued him throughout his entire career. That's my thoughts on it. Could go either way. I'm not high on the Eagles anymore for anything. They've disappointed me. We don't even want to talk about it. So let's go to Jove. You guys ever notice that every Jeep on the road always has one headlight out? What is that? You know, I fucking hate when headlights go out. It's a fucking pain in the ass with my car, at least, to replace. I got to fucking take the entire headlight off to replace it. You know, I mean, maybe people are just as lazy as I am. But at the minute my headlight goes out, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to get pulled over and they're going to fucking drug test me or something. I don't know. I go to a weird place. Um, so I just don't want to worry about it. I keep my headlights in check. But apparently these Jeep owners don't. So if you see a Jeep out there with one headlight, give Joe a call. He's on the he's on the he's on the pursuit. You know, let's go back to Zifo. Last thing, can we talk about Joe Biden? Let me know your thoughts. He's like talking about little kids rubbing his hair underwater, and then he's talking about he's like biting girls' fingers. Like, what is going on with the Democratic Party? Let me know your thoughts, Brent. I need to know. All right, quick breakdown of what's going on. Joe Biden is the mainstream centrist fucking liberal person that they've put as the, you know, glorified frontrunner for the Democratic ticket. Much like the coronation of Hillary Clinton in the last election. They're pretty much putting this motherfucker up on a pedestal, even though he's fucking ancient. He looks old. He feels old. He sounds old. He's out of touch. And he's definitely not the guy you want to be your mainstream candidate for the Democratic ticket. On the other side, you got a bunch of fucking progressive yahoos. And don't get me started on that. But the whole Democratic Party is indeed a mess. And Joe Biden's a fucking creep. And I hope for the sake of like the Democratic Party and just the election in general, Joe Biden's not the guy running for office. The problem is, what's the fucking alternative? Oof. That's another thought for another episode. Let's go back to Joe. Can't wait till the Phillies spend half a billion dollars signing players left and right. We end the season with 84 wins. Going to be sick. I'm pretty high on the Phillies this year for one reason, one reason alone. Joe Girardi. That's the X factor. Fucking Gabe Kapler was a fucking stooge. He's just a fucking pussy who couldn't get guys to play for him. That ain't Joe Girardi. He's going to get the most out of his players. He's not going to take any bullshit. No lack of hustle. Motherfucker's going to be held accountable. Finally. Let's end uh, our soundboard here with the King of Jetro himself. Jake, take us home. Hey, Kamish. King of Jetro here. Just want to uh, send in a sounder. You know, end of the season. Your boy's eliminated. Your boy's done. 
crazy thing is everyone in the Gentile division had more points than Joe. What the fuck is that about, dude? Every year, I just pay $150 or whatever our fee is to shoot someone with a paintball gun. Like, dude, I haven't won money since since we've been doing this. <laughs> so uh, we're throwing some side bets down. We're going to have some side bets on the consolation bracket. Got to make up money somehow. Anyway, the birds are dead, dude. I'm going to kill myself if Doug Pearson doesn't beat Eli Manning this weekend, dude. Go, birds. <laughs> yeah, you pay $200 to get to just shoot a paintball gun 10 times. That's an expensive uh, it's an expensive excursion. Um, but well put, sir. And I apologize for the fact that you're missing the playoffs. You're going to be missed there, but... Maybe one of these days you'll get that elusive playoff win, buddy. Uh, but unfortunately, not today. So we've got the playoffs this weekend. We've got more NFL. we got a lot of great storylines in the NFL. So check out Red Zone and all that shit this weekend. And then uh, we'll see you back here for the results of round one of the playoffs to let you know who's playing for a chance to go to the championship next week and maybe next week or the week following. I'm not really sure whenever I get to it. We'll do the awards show, which is a fun thing we do every year. Uh, but that's all we got for you this week. We're going to go out with a tune I'd like to dedicate to my buddy Dave as being the MVP. This is for my buddy Dave from back in the day. Let's talk an issue with your commish. Good luck to everyone in the playoffs. We'll see you next week. One, two, three. Most Turning your play into a tragedy right. Exhibit level degree on the mic Passionately, niggas Respect are sweet So I me. bet if I bid, I get a cavity Living to get high, you ain't flyer than gravity We die hard like the battery Don't in the back of me by the Madden scene Think imitation's the highest form of flattery Actually, don't be mad at me I had to be the one to break it to you You be kicked into obscurity like judo No menudo, cause you pseudo Trying to compete with reality like Xerox Towards destruction, you spiraling like hairlocks Wipe them teardrops, chasing stars in your eyes Playing games with your lives Otherwise, it's widow soaking up pillows Weeping like willows Still no lacks of dying Kids ain't living, they try how to make a slave by Willie Lynch is still applying Regardless, the most is one of my closest partners Rockin' ever since before Prince was called the artist Rockin' before Fuckmaster Flex was rockin' starter When Pac and Biggie was still cool before they was martyrs Life or death if I'm choosing with every breath I'm enhancing Stop, there comes a time when you can't run Lyrically handsome, go collect the king's ransom Gems are right, soon we come to get a hand up Play out like Bruce Wayne's mansion, move like a phantom You talk about me to your grandsons Cats who claiming they all be mad facts So I'll run through them like Fuck water through sandbags Competition is mad What I got They can't have Sick of they shit Like what we did They ain't have So the way past the minimum It's a real millennium I wrap the holy gathering back Like Palestinians Ancient Abyssinian Surely want to get the Official b-boy gentlemen Long term never the interim Born inside the winter wind They have the December And these simpletons They mention in the synonym For feminine Sweeter than some cinnamon The thing that shrinks my intimate Rush up on Adrenaline, they get their asses sent to them. Gentlemen, do not a tenement, what an assembly. Leave your unit trembling like herds of moving elephant intelligent embellishment. Follow for your element from flat push settlement. Skin possesses melanin, hotter than tails of crack peddling. Licking them like blue gelatin. Swing like Duke Ellington. Rooted in Barrington, Levy. Believe me, the hotter patchy red who burned down your chief teepee. You see me? Most definitely.
settings of also. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think you just got uh cucked. Hey there, still listening? Um, just wanted to tell you real quick about a cool thing I saw on Netflix. It's um the evolution of hip hop, which made me think of that song. Um, it goes through kind of like the history of different eras of hip hop and the different people that were key players at those different times. Really cool little documentary series. Highly recommend it. Check it out on Netflix. Again, good luck to everybody this week. We'll see you next week. Talking this with your finish.